our subject today, Bezer Hashem, Dover Bitim Atoyv, it's Erev Shabbos, Efta Chatzois, is the welcoming of Shabbos. Dover Bitim Atoyv, because Efta Chatzois, we really start to welcome the Shabbos. And to welcome our guest to our Yerchakala, usually Rabbi Talbert Bazil is the one who gives the opening, uh, the opening drosha. For some reason today he was mechabed me. And uh, <coughs> we will discuss a little bit about Kedusha Shabbos. Now, <coughs> the welcoming of Shabbos is a point of discussion. Really, there is no Zman Kodesh, no Yom Tif, whether it's a Pesach or a Shavuos, or a Sukkot, or a Rosh Hashanah, or a Yom Kippur, or any mitzvah, that there is a special mitzvah, a special, how should we say it, a ceremony, that's not a very beautiful word, to welcome the Yom Tif. On Shabbos Kodesh, we have Kabbalah Shabbos. And we welcome the Shabbos. We bow to the Shabbos. Boichala, 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 Shabbos Malkaso. We welcome the Shabbos. And we malava the Shabbos. When Shabbos comes, we receive the Shabbos. When Shabbos goes, we are malava the Shabbos. There is no Kabbalah Yom Tif. There is no Kabbalah Yom Kippur. There is no Kabbalah Tfilin. There is no Kabbalah Mezuzah. There is no Kabbalah Yom Kippur. There's no malava to the Yom Kippur. It could be by Yom Tif there would be a mitzvah of malava malka, but not in the form of malava malka. There might be a mitzvah on Yom Tif to eat a suda, l'kvoid Yom Tif, mitzvah Yom Tif. It's a little mashma from the Ramam like that. But surely the words malava malka would not, would not be appropriate only to Shabbos. Shabbos is only, the only Shabbos code is called the malka. And here is a point of discussion that should be we should try to understand why is Shabbos of all Yom Tovim special in this way that we f- refer to Shabbos as a personality. You don't find any Yom Tiv or any Mitzvah referred to as a personality. The Gemara tells us Omer Shabbos Lafnei HaKadosh Baruch Shabbos said to Hashem Rakol Lakata Ben Zug all the six days of the week you gave a partner. Some days, Ben Zug is Wednesday. Mondays, Ben Zug is Thursday. Tuesdays, Ben Zug is Friday. Who is my Ben Zug? Who is my partner? And Hashem said, Yisrael is your Ben Zug. Your partner is like a marriage. You and Yisrael are a couple. But coming back to, this, to, to our discussion, we find, Shabbos says to Hashem, as if Shabbos is a personality. And we find Shabbos all over. Only Shabbos as a personality. Shabbos comes and Shabbos goes and Shabbos talks. We're mechabed the Shabbos. We're careful not to insult the Shabbos. And according to the Zegemora, but according to the Yireim, there's a special mitzvah of Moira Shabbos. Tafir for the identity, for the greatness of Shabbos. Moira Shabbos. And here, 
is when we are welcoming Shabbos. So here we try have to try to understand what is the specialty of Shabbos Kodesh that we welcome Shabbos more than any other day, any other mitzvah, and why is Shabbos referred to as a personality? Now, when we welcome Shabbos, what we try we have to understand is who is really Shabbos. Now, I will never ask you who is tefillin. Tefillin is a mitzvah. Who is mezuzah? Mezuzah is a mitzvah. You are obligated, if you have a house, if you have an apartment, to put up a mezuzah. Pesach is a mitzvah. Shavuos is a mitzvah. As we had mentioned, Shabbos is a personality. Who really is Shabbos? Shabbos Kodesh is a guest in our homes. Who really is Shabbos? Who are we welcoming? Who are we being malavit? Who is Shabbos? Again, it's a new question. Not what is Shabbos. Who is Shabbos? Now, Shabbos Kodesh, Shabbos Kodesh, we know, Chazal tell us, Shekula Shabbos keneged kola mitzvah kula. Shabbos Kodesh is the greatest in, in the Moshele of Chazal, the heaviest mitzvah, it will always all the mitzvahs. There's something very special about Shabbos. Now, with the specialty of Shabbos, there are a lot of mysteries in Shabbos. Maybe one of the reasons why Shabbos Kodesh, more than any of the Yemei Kodesh, is so unutilized, you walk into a yeshiva on a shvuiz. You see the pachat. You see the excitement. You walk into a lel shvuiz. The Rizal says that the lel shvuiz, the learning of lel shvuiz, this is what dedicates, this what designates your life, all of your life. And he says if someone learns all night lel shvuiz without wasting a moment, he surely won't be harmed all through the year and he'll surely to next year. It's a wonderful, wonderful night. And you walk into a yeshiva, you see the excitement of a shvuiz. You see the excitement of a Lel Seder in any Jewish home. You'll never see in a Lel Seder, you know, just two people just sitting and talking around. The Lel Seder is... is uh, and as it's real, we have a neighbor, a Russian couple, old people, very nice people. So the first Seder, he says, he had by his grandfather 55 years ago. The second Seder was in my house. The third Seder, he made all by himself. He read up an old man, Matla's name is, her name is Esther, we made them a chasana. They got married after they were married 55, they, got, they finally got a Yiddish chasana. And I asked him, how was your seder? I asked him, how was your seder? And he said, the seder was beautiful, but it's too short. All of a sudden, Hatita came and I said, Matla made a seder. I realized, Matla made a seder. So fast, before I could get it out, it was Chatzes, Hatita Fekoyim, and go right. A seder. A Rosh Hashanah. A Yom Kippur. A sukkis. You walk into the, into the east side, you see Erev sukkis. Shabbos Kodesh. Where's the excitement of a Shabbos? You have a long Shabbos afternoon in the winter, in the summer. So you walk up and down 13th Avenue, and up and down 13th Avenue. What to do a long Shabbos? When it's the winter, you know, you go, you fall asleep right after the Sudi, you sleep 16 hours, you get next morning. Before you know, Shabbos is over. So the Shabbos flies by. 
So he slept 17 hours. Mele, the, you know, the Shabbos flies, it, it goes. In the summer of that, Meshugit. While Shabbos is a beirach toy mikol hayomim, the kiddash toy mikol hazmanim. Shabbos is a day when it's correctly utilized. The kedusha, the greatness, the siyata deshmai that a person can get from a Shabbos kodesh is is more than any yomtiv, any zman kodesh. And here is a second point which we try to explain to explain today: Why is Shabbos so unutilized? Now maybe Shabbos Kodesh is unutilized because Shabbos is very little understood. We come to a Pesach, we know very simply what Pesach is. Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim is a very clear message. Avodim hoyinu Hashem. Very clear message. Pesach has a very clear message. Shvuas has a very clear message. Er Shvuas, we had no Torah. When it came Shavuos, we were given a Torah. We are given a Torah. Torah, Mitzvah, Shabbos, Yom Tif. The message of Shavuos is very clear. The message of Sukkot isn't so clear. But there is a message we could realize in Sukkot. Sukkot is a day of Av. When we go into Hashem's home. Sukkot is, is, is Av as Hashem. Ki itzponeini b'sukkot b'yemro. Shbizin. We have, there is a... Besides the Kibasuka Seshavti has been in Israel, protection from Hashem, closeness to Hashem, there's a message in Sukkot. Rosh Hashanah has a message. Yom Kippur has a message. What actually is the message of Shabbos? So we are told, Zecher Lemaase Bereshis, in the first Luchas. In the second Luchas, we are told, Zecher Litzias Mitzrayim. Now, the connection between Shabbos and Yitzias Mitzrayim. Is not understood by us. What's the connection between Shabbos and Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim? Especially by the fact that Shabbos was given away before Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim. Shabbos was created the seventh day. The connection between Shabbos and Maise Bereshis also is a mystery to us. Now imagine a man builds a building, works hard, builds a three-story building, really hard, and he finally finishes it, and he sits down to rest. And he goes on his armchair, the glass of lemonade, and he's resting. Now, if you want to bring out some kind of a significant sign for his, for, for, for his feet, for, the, for his building, so you will, you will remember his resting? <laughs> well, many people sit around, even if, they, even if they did toil. I would imagine, if we want to make Zeich Lamaise Bereshis, I think we should on Shabbos work hard, do Lamates Malachis and say, just like Hashem, creators, was creative in building the world, we are creative on Shabbos. What actually is the message of resting? What is the message of Menucha? What does it mean, rest? Now, obviously, Menucha does not mean just sitting in an armchair and drinking lemonade. Because, that, because we are told in Mincha, we talk like this there's Menucha's Ava, Unadova. Menuchas emes ve'emuno, menuchas sholoim ve'shalvo v'hashkeid v'vetach. And I'm asking the audience, if anybody knows what to tell me, I really wish you would tell me, explain this to me. Menuchas av, menucha of love. If there's menuchas av, there's probably menucha of hate. How does it look, menucha of hate? Menuchas emes, true rest. Now, if someone plays a ball game, 
and he hits a home run, and he sits down. Is that Menuchas Emes, or is that Menuchas Sheker? The Emuna. Menuchas Sholem, obviously the Menucha, which is a fight. The Shalva, there's a Menucha of excitement. The Hashkate, Vovetach. What are all these kinds of Menuchas? And I can go on with the mysteries of Shabbos. Shabbos is a mystery. Now, all the questions which I posed today, at this, these first five minutes, I, the time won't allow me to, to answer all of them. The time doesn't allow me, and of course I don't know too much about the subject, which is Shabbos Kodesh, which is a, a great subject in the Torah. All we know, you know, just, <laughs> everyone knows the Mashu. But Chazal already tell us that there is a secret in Shabbos. Chazal tell us on the Pesach, Hashem told Meshur Rabbeinu, tell the Jewish people, Re'u ki Hashem nosan lachem es Shabbos. And the words of Chazal is, Omer HaKadosh Baruch Hu Lameshe, Matono toivo yeshli bebez genozai. I have a wonderful present in my treasure house. Shabbos Shemo. And its name is Shabbos. Lech emor lehem. Tell the Jewish people I'm giving them a Shabbos. So the Gemara discusses that there's halacha. If you give a present to your friend, let's say you go to a wedding, and you buy a beautiful tablecloth, you pack it up, wrap it up in, in, in very, in, in, you know, gift wrap. So it's a halacha. When you give the present to the chosen kala, put a little card with your name. It's a halacha. So the Gemara says, but when you give a present, and eventually it will be known, your identification, you don't have to, you don't have to tell it. So the Gemara says, well, when you get the Torah, this was before the Torah, when it was given, Shabbos was given to the people in, in the midway before Matan Torah. And the Gemara says, so why does Hashem have to tell us He's giving us Shabbos? Eventually we'll have the Shabbos. And the Gemara says, Matan There is a special schar. There is a special beauty. There is a special depth in all mitzvahs, in Shabbos, above all mitzvahs. Hashem gave us tefillin, tzitzis, mezuzah, of course the eternity of the mitzvahs, of a yomtif. Of course no one can fathom the greatness and depth of the mitzvah. But there is a special secret in Shabbos. That Hashem said, told Meshach Rabbeinu, tell the Jewish people that I'm giving them a Shabbos. Because if you won't tell them, if you won't point it out to them in specific then they'll never know the depth of Shabbos. And here we see that Chazal is telling us that there's a secret in Shabbos. There's a beautiful, there's a beauty in Shabbos. There's a mystery in Shabbos that has to be pointed out especially Will my lecture in the next half hour do justice to this secret? I don't think so. But let us try, just with a few words, to find some kind of insight. What is special about Shabbos? Understand Shabbos. What is the beauty of Shabbos? What is the greatness of Shabbos? You know, it, it, it won't be, it won't be the, the, the subject, but let's, a piece of insight. Now, one of the mysteries of Shabbos, besides everything we discussed, 
is the Chumr of Shabbos. Shabbos, as we know, when someone has Fisholim is Mechal Shabbos, so we know that there is a Chiv Skil, which is, halachically speaking, a punishment which is more severe than killing a person. Rahman al-Islam, for murder, Rahman al-Islam, there is no Chiv Misa. There's no capital punishment. Excuse me, there's a Chiv Misa, but there's a Chiv Herig, not Skila, which is two levels below Skila. For robbing, there's no Chiv Misa. Now, we are told that the reason why Shabbos is the most Chomer, the most severe of all mitzvahs, in parallel with Avodah Zorah, because since Shabbos Kodesh is Zecher Lemaise Bereshis, it is the foundation of Jewish emunah. So it's not really so understandable by us what actually is the foundation of Jewish emunah. And what destruction of Jewish emunah if you take a cigarette on Shabbos. But Lemaise, if you burn a Sefer Torah, Rahman al-Islam, there's no capital punishment. There's a love in the Torah not to destroy a Shem Kodesh. If someone erases a Shem Kodesh, his Chai of Malchus, there's no capital punishment. For burning a Sefer Torah, there's no Chiv Mis. For being Mechal Shabbos, and we're talking about Mechal Shabbos, the most delicate misdeed, let's say, striking a match, taking a hair out of the milk, Digging a little, a little hole in the ground. The most delicate, smallest, trifle act. There is the most severe punishment, which is more than any other in the Torah, Chiv Skile, which is like being over the Vedazar. And again, this is also a mystery. Why such severity only for Shabbos Kodesh? Now, <coughs> what I try to introduce and we discussed this many times in these wonderful gatherings, these seminars. The severity of Shabbos Kodesh. Why is Shabbos so severe, the Zechi of Skila? We find this situation in one more place in the Torah. And this is in Beis HaMikdosh. In the Beis HaMikdosh, over there you find that we should say the average punishment for a misdeed in the Beis HaMikdosh is Chiv Misa. If someone like myself will walk into the Beis HaMikdosh and bring a sacrifice to Hashem, with the most beautiful of Kavona, Chiv Misa. you must, besides the fact that you're Tomei. So, Actually, what, 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 was the, what was the great misdeed? What did he do? He killed somebody. He robbed. He burnt. All he did was he brought a, brought a carbon to Hashem Isbarach. But again, in Beis Hamikdash, if you're a czar, if you're not a Kohen, Chayiv Misit. Even a Kohen in the Beis Hamikdash, if he's not wearing Big Day Kahuna. And the Gemara says, in Big Day Amalayim, in Kunos Amalayim, he is Chayiv Misit, capital punishment. Now, if he's wearing Big Day Kuhun, and they don't fit with exact, excuse the expression, Fifth Avenue tailoring. If, it, if let's say the Big Day Kuhun are a little long, 
And the Gemara says, Merushalim psulim. Lekutsarim psulim. If they're an inch long, an inch too short, if they are a little dirty, a little stain in the big day kuhuna. Imagine a koinin walking to the base of Migdash, and from great enthusiasm, there's a little stain. And he said, it, it doesn't really matter. What does he deserve? Chayav mis. That's Taloch. And the Gemara says that the chatzitze. Could you imagine? A little dust between the koyin, the koyin's body and the big day kuhuna. It's possible. So what does he deserve? Chayav mis. The Torah doesn't just throw around Chayav Misa. And the Gemara has a suffix. We all learned, in this side of the Mechitza, learned Zvachim. And the Gemara says, Avir is big day kuhuna. A suffix in the Gemara that may be Avir, ear. Could you imagine? Let's say it's not, you know, not a perfect fit. And it's a little standing up the Koyin's Beged. And there's a Chatzitza of ear between the Koyin and the Beged. And the Gemara has a Havamit, as a suffix that it should be possible. And it's Chayav Misa. So here you find this situation in Big Day in, in Beis Hamikdash. Now, when you come to the Kodesh Hakadoshim, when once a year the Kohen God went to the Kodesh Hakadoshim, we know that Chazal tell us that even if there was a machshav, if he didn't keep his sense of mind with its greatness, with its purity, the Kohen God used to come and walk in with a rope tied around his waist, because chances were that they have to pull him out. And here we find, again, this specialty, that there's such a severeness on two mitzvahs in the Torah, on Shabbos and on Beis HaMikdash. Now, the way I am used to explaining in these, in these gatherings, the way I understand this Indian, I bring a marshal. let us bring a marshal from why do we have this severity in Shabbos and Beis HaMikdash? So I say it's a marshal, a surgeon. A man has, let's say, a little growth on his hand, on his foot. He goes to a doctor. The doctor says, you know, you need surgery. Now, a doctor, that's supposed to be a shlemazel. And especially a surgeon. If you operate, it's supposed to be precise. Imagine an operation on someone's hand. And the doctor was a shtikl shlemazel. And his, his knife strayed, let's say... Uh, quarter of an inch. He might do a lot of damage. It's not fatal. A doctor who is doing an open heart operation, a doctor who is operating in the brain, we know that today all such operations are done under microscope. When you're in the interior of the person, you're in the inside, you're in the heart, you're in the brain, everything is so precise, has to be so exact to the hundredth of the inch the smallest stray, where on the outside, it might, need, it might be overlooked. Within the heart, within the brain, it is fatal. Now the same is true, Shabbos and Beis HaMikdosh. Beis HaMikdosh is the heart, is the brain of the world. If we talk in simple language, Shlomo HaMelech said in Koheles, Notati li eitz kol peri. I planted all fruits in Yerushalayim. And Chazal tell us, how could Shalai Ba'amalek plant all fruits in Yerushalayim? Every fruit needs its special climate. There are fruits that only grow in Africa. You can't plant it in Yerushalayim. 
There are fruits that grow only in India. You can't plant it in Yerushalayim. And the Gemara says, Rashi brings it on the spot, that really everything nurses from Yerushalayim. And out of Yerushalayim goes veins in the, in the ground, in the earth. And there's a vein that goes to Africa. There's a vein that goes to India. There's a vein that goes to every country of the world. And Shlomo HaMelech, with his wisdom, with his greatness, was able to catch the vein that goes to every country. And over there, he caught and he planted every fruit of the world. Which, in, in different language, is the heart and the brain. The heart is what pumps blood to the whole, to the whole body. Shabbos Kodesh and Besamikdash, we're up to now, is the heart of the world. And the same is true with Shabbos Kodesh. Shabbos Kodesh is the heart, the pumping blood, the Makor HaChayim. Shabbos Kodesh is called Me'en HaBrochos, Mayan HaBrochos, the fountain of blessings. It's like someone has, has a field, and in the middle of the field there's a fountain. And actually he takes and gives water, he gives life to everything from this fountain. Everything lives from Shabbos Kodesh. And that is why Shabbos has, is so severe more than any mitzvah in the Torah. Because if you go into the, into, the, into the core, into the root of life of existence, the heart and the brain, over there everything has to be so precise, so exact, that the smallest mistake is fake. And that is the truth with Beis HaMikdash, and that is the case with Shabbos Kodesh. Shabbos Kodesh is the Mayon, is the heart of all Kedusha, all life. And therefore, Shabbos Kodesh has this severity. Now, this idea, to attach the idea of Shabbos to Beis HaMikdash, actually, I heard it from, I, I, it's a mitzvah to say B'Shem Oymre, I heard in a, in a tape from Avigdor Miller. It's a beautiful idea, and it's a simple, it's a simple understanding. Because what is Beis HaMikdash? Beis HaMikdash is a sukkah, a dwelling of Hashem Yisbarach. And Shabbos Kodesh comes in, we say, Ufrois Oleinu Sukkas Shloimecho. Shabbos is a sukkah of Kedusha. Shabbos is a Beis HaMikdash. Now, the Olam, the audience here is, many of, many of the audience here heard this, this Joshua previously. So I will, I will just in five minutes try to point out several pointers of the beauties of Shabbos in parallel to the Beis HaMikdash. And then I will continue to try to, ju- to, just, to do justice to some of the questions we posed in the beginning. Why do we welcome only Shabbos? Why is Shabbos individual? But let's just talk for a few minutes. Parallels between Shabbos and Beis HaMikdash. The most beautiful point in Beis HaMikdash was the Kaparas Avonis. We say this in the Haggadah Shal Pesach when we relate the ladder of greatness that Hashem gave us. And finally, the epitome is The greatest object for us is that we should have Kaparas Avonis. And the reason is because the Pesach says Actually, the mechitza, the partition between you and Hashem, is averis. 
If there wouldn't be a virus, then Hashem would be with us and with, with, with eternal, endless greatness and love and, 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 and blessings. There is nothing greater for us as getting rid of our virus. And Chazal tell us, Why is Baisamigdash called Levano in Lebanon? Because it whitened, it forgave the sins of the Jewish people. Karbonis, the sacrifices, which was Kaporis, Avonis. Shabbos, Kodesh, Chazal tell us, when the Yid comes home from Shul, and he takes a cup of wine, and he says, And he gives witness that Hashem was the, is the creator of heaven and earth. Two angels come and they put their hands on his head and they say that your, your sins are nullified. There is Kaporis Avoynus. Shabbos is based on Migdash. Now, why actually does Shabbos have Kaporis Avoynus? There's a deep way of understanding it, but the simple understanding. Because in Hashem's presence, in the presence of such Kedusha, darkness just, just evaporates. It just evaporates. We, 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 are, we are within Hashem's home. Shabbos is based on Mikdush. Shabbos has a menorah. Beisam Mikdush had a menorah. Neir is Shabbos. In Beisam Mikdush there was a shulchan. We have a shulchan of Shabbos, a Shabbos table. In the nearest Shabbos, there's two mitzvahs. Just like the nearest Beis Hamikdash has two mitzvahs. In the Beis Hamikdash, there was a mitzvah of Hatovas Hanerois to prepare the menorah. There was a special mitzvah. And there's a mitzvah of Hadlokas Hanerois to kindle the, the lights. And the same as Shabbos. We know that it's Apir Kalpi Kabbalah, that the husband should prepare the candlesticks, prepare the candles. And the wife should light the kings. In Besamikdash, there was big day kuhuna. On Shabbos, we have big day Shabbos. In the Besamikdash, the Gemara tells us that the food of the Besamikdash, the Achilas Kodeshim, when the, when the Koyanim or the owner of the carbon would eat a portion of meat, Basar Kodesh. The Gemara says that this piece of meat will never be able to become his personal property. If he will take this piece of property and say to a woman, she's not Makudesh because it's not his property. You're eating on Hashem's table. It won't become your personal property. It won't become your possession. It's like I walk into someone's house and he gives me a portion to eat. It's a machlekis hapoiskim. Am I eating my possession? In other words, can I take it, put it in my pocket? Or can you say, no? I gave it to you to enjoy in my house. You can't take it home with you. It, I didn't give it to you. I didn't give it to you as a present. In the Beis Hamikdash, the Gemara says, Mishulchan Gavoyakazach, we're eating on Hashem's table. And the same is true with Shabbos Kaitish. When it comes to a Shabbos, we're eating on Hashem's table. Now, I'm not trying to introduce that it's not our possession, the piece of fish that we eat on the table. But who really paid for this piece of fish? Chazal tell us, Chazal tell us, 
כל מזי נוסף של אדם קיצוב אסלוי מראש השנה עד ראש השנה. All the person's parnosa is designated for ראש השנה. If Hashem says this gentleman will get, let's say, $30,000 a year, and he overspends, he wants to change his car, he'll go into debt. Chutz mi hoitzoi es Shabbos, usichar bon of the Talmud Torah. If you have an extra tutor for your child, it's on Hashem's cheshbon. And why is it on Hashem's cheshbon? I think it's very simple. Because the Gemara says that there are partners in this child. The father gives him the bones, the mother gives him the blood, and Hashem gives him the neshama. The father buys a little suit for the bones, the mother buys food for the blood, and Hashem has to pay for the tuition, for the neshama. It's Hashem's child, and he pays the tuition. And he pays. And if you get an extra Rebbe, Hashem will pay for it. And the same is true with Shabbos. Shabbos is a base Hamigdosh. We are in Hashem's home on Shabbos. And He pays for it. He pays for it. Hashem pays for it on Shabbos. Now, let me continue the discussion What really is Shabbos? We find Shabbos is a Beis HaMikdash. What really is Shabbos? Now, I'm going to introduce, I think it's a new Machshove. I, 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 I'll try to explain it as, as good as I understand it. We have Shabbos in comparison, let's say, to a Pesach, a Shavuos, a Sukkot, a Rosh Hashanah, and a Yom Kippur. Now what really is the difference between Shabbos and all these days? And it's very interesting. The Torah says, Sheishes yomim tasem alachtecho. On six days, do your work. Ubayoyim hashvi, Shabbos Hashem alukecho. What are these six days referring to? And we're used to thinking Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And the Vilna Goyen says, no. Six days of Yom Tov. We know there's one day of Pesach, right? The last day of Pesach, and we keep two days, but there's two days of Pesach, two days of Sukkot, one day of Shavuos, one day of Rosh Hashanah, you can cook, you can open light, you can drive, but you can cook, you can carry, you can carry, Now what actually is the difference between Shabbos and the six days of Yom Tif? Again, not only the six days of Hamavdal ben Kodesh l'choyl. Let us talk about Hamavdal ben Kodesh l'koydesh, which is a deeper differentiation. What is Shabbos and what is Yom Tif? Let me bring you a moshal. I will bring two moshalim. Every Yom Tif is like a beautiful picture. The Yom Tif is, is, generates beauty, greatness, the radiance of a Yom Tif, the Pesach, Zman Cheiruseinu. Every Yom Tif has its its contents, its greatness, its depth, its meaning. Shavuos, Sukkot, Pesach, Hashem, Shepesach. 
Sukkis, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur. What is Shabbos? Shabbos, in the translation of the world of the word, is Shavas. Shavas means nothingness. Shabbos, and by definition, has no content. If we call Yom Tov a picture, Shabbos is a mirror. Shabbos actually has no content of his own. Shabbos is a day that all the world, plowing, cooking, everything stops. The whole world just stops. When everything stops, what remains? Hashem. That's what Shabbos is. Yom Tif has its own, his own depth of Yom Tif. Shabbos is Hashem. And Chazal tell us, Shabbos, Shmoish Kodesh Baruch. What happens on Shabbos is, on six days, Hashem created a world. And Hashem was involved in all the earthly creations. And this world really is a machitza, is a cloud that hides Hashem's greatness, Hashem's closeness. On Shabbos, Hashem rested. What does that mean? It means Hashem stopped creating the world. There is no world. All there is is Hashem. It's Hashem's world. It's, a, it's, it's, it's Olam Habel. In other words, who is our guest on Shabbos? Who really is our guest on Shabbos? Our guest on Shabbos is Hashem. When Shabbos we refer to as a personality, who is the personality of Shabbos? The personality of Shabbos is Hashem Isbarach. Bo Yichala, Bo Yichala refers to the Shekhinah HaKadosh. And that's the difference between Shabbos and Yom Tif. On Yom Tif, Pesach, just the word Pesach explains what Pesach really is. What is Pesach? Hashem Pesach. Hashem skipped over the, 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 the Jewish houses. Hashem saved us. Shavuos, Sukkot, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur. What is Shabbos? Shabbos is Shavas. What's left? The Nizgov Hashem Levade B'yamo. I'll bring you another marshal. Let me just make one more marshal. And this will explain one of the mysteries that we discussed. Why are we so excited about a Yom Tif? Why are we excited about a Shabbos? A person in his life has many necessities. I say you make a budget. So in the budget you have... When a person eats food and he digests the food, the food is fuel, it ignites the body temperature, there's a fire burning within him, it gives him, it gives him energy. They say Reb Chaim Briska was once so enthused with the Shver Akasha, he was sitting and concentrating, and, so, and they brought him to eat, they brought him lunch. What was the lunch? A little sour cream. And he was sitting and eating, and he finished eating, they took away the plate, and 15 minutes later, he, he jumped up, he had the terrace, and he said, wasn't there some sour cream here? He didn't notice he ate it. Now, is, is he hungry? No, he's not hungry. Why? He ate it. He digested it. You don't have to put your mind to it. It's food. It burns within you. Gives you energy. He doesn't know he ate it. 
But he ate it, and it's within him. Let us talk about the creation called a home, a house. Now, why does a person need a house? Now, let me explain very simply. When Hashem created Adam HaRishan, Hashem created Adam HaRishan to live eternal life. He's to live forever. Adam HaRishan ate eight sadas, and Hashem said, Ki offer atav But you are dust and you will die. And the end was, a person lives 120 years. Rishbuch Hashem, all of us, 120 healthy years. But everyone has to die. Now, a person in his original form should live forever. So Hashem, even though Hashem said that a person should die, He gives a person the possibility for eternal life. And this is through children. And the Ram says this, this language, A person doesn't stop being afraid of death until he gets married. When a person is single, he's still worried about that day of death. The once he gets married and he has children, I think we should put in parentheses that there are Talmidim, a person who gives a good hashpoya, this is also children. But let's not go into particulars now. We know there are many forms of children in this world. The Chazanish didn't have any children. We know how many Shayalach are running around in Bnei Brak, which is the Chazanish's children, how many thousands and millions of children the Chazanish has. But this is completely off our subject. But let's, let's speak in the physical form. A person physically wants to live forever, so he has to have, get married. Now you cannot have children if you, if, if, if you live in the park. You have to have a house. Now just think for a moment. A person needs food and needs a home. Food generates energy. The home on one side brings gr greater possibilities to the person than the food. If you eat food, you live 70 years. If you have a home, you live for eternal years. On the other side, a person like Reb Chaim Brisk who ate a sour cream without even knowing about it, he'll get his energy. But if a person, if you have a man or wife living at home, and the man doesn't know the wife is there, they just don't even know that they live in the house. They can live together for 70 years, and they won't have any contact and any toilets from the home. The toilets of a home is, you put your mind to it, you have the realization that you are with your partner in the home. Yom Tev is like food. A Pesach comes, we eat matzah, that's namadeh mehem nusa. That's bread of emuna. When Pesach comes, it generates greatness. When a sukkah comes, we take the lulav and the esrik, this generates depth, generates love between us and Hashem. A Rosh Hashanah comes, and we blow the shofar, it splits our heart open. When Shabbos comes, Nothing happens. It's just we and Hashem are at home together. If you have the realization that you are with Hashem in the greatest closeness which is possible, then you can derive from Shabbos Kodesh eternity more than any other Yom Tif. If you don't realize the greatness of Shabbos, if Shabbos is just boring for you, then like living a man and wife living at home, and he looks his side, and he, she looks her side, he's busy, busy with his New York Times, and she's busy with her Time magazine, and the house is just useless. And that's Shabbos. Shabbos Kodesh 
exactly, ha, has no Shabbos. Shabbos is like a Beis HaMikdash. If you walk into the Beis HaMikdash and you realize this is Beis Hashem, you can be sure of Ruach HaKodesh. If you walk into the Beis HaMikdash and you think, excuse me, this is just a big, a big, a big, you know, a big, excuse the expression, a butcher shop, you see a lot of blood around, a lot of meat lying around, and you say, you know, there must be, you know, this must be a big caterer. And you don't know you're in the Beis HaMikdash, then what do you have in the Beis HaMikdash? Shabbos Kodesh is a Beis HaMikdash. Now what is the mitzvah of Shabbos? The mitzvah of Pesach is to eat matzah, to generate Kedush. What is the mitzvah of Shabbos? The first thing, to know that it's Shabbos. And Hashem said to Moshe Rabbeinu, Matono toivo yeshli bezginoza. Yishabos shemoy. Tell them. Tell them that it's Shabbos. What does Shabbos mean? Tell them on this day, everything stops. And I, Hashem Yisbaruch, is there. Tell them who is their guest. And what is the mitzvah of Shabbos? Zohar is here in my Shabbos. Remember that it's Shabbos. What do you have to do to create the Shabbos? You don't have to do anything. You don't have to do anything. Hashem does it all. But remember that it's Shabbos. On these 24 hours, you sit at the table. Remember whose guest you are. Now let us try to emphasize. Let's talk to this side of the Mechitza. The men should excuse me just for a moment, even though the same thing for the men. When a, a balabasta makes a kugel on Shabbos. A balabasta makes a kugel on Shabbos. Now a balabasta can make knedlech for Pesach. Well, you probably don't need kabroks, whatever it's for Achim Shah Pesach. A balabasta can make a kugel for Sukkis. A balabasta can make cholopshis for Simchas Torah. And it's the kvoid of a mitzvah. Now when you make a, a, a cake for Shabbos, actually... Who are you preparing in honor of who you're preparing? Now, let me tell you very clearly. Let me bring a marshal. You have a rich person. Let's mention a name. Let's say Baron Rothschild. Rothschild is making a wedding for his one and only daughter. And you can imagine that he is going to make a wedding. It'll be an unforgetful evening. And he calls up a caterer and he says, look. I want you to cater this evening. But you must realize that your catering has to, has to, has to, how should I say, how should I say, has to complement Baron Rothschild. In other words, you should prepare such delicacies, such foods, such decoration, that it should be complementary to Baron Rothschild. What would the caterer say to him? He'll say, Herr Baron, I can't afford it. You know, I, 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 it's, it's. So the Baron says, you know what? He says, you go into this store, and that store, and that store, and you write everything down on my cheshben. You don't have to pay for it. You write everything down on my cheshben. I'll give you an open checkbook. You buy whatever you want, but realize that you're not making a wedding for you, for yourself. You're making a wedding that has to complement me. And that's what Shabbos is. On Shabbos, every Friday morning, Thursday night, the Balabasta gets a call from Hashem. And Hashem says, Balabasta, tomorrow morning I want a party. But this party has to complement Hashem Yisbarach. So we said to Hashem, Hashem Yisbarach, you know, you are the creator of all worlds. I can't afford it. And Hashem says, Love alive, I need 
On my cheshben. Hashem says, you don't pay for it. On my cheshben. You go to the market, you buy whatever you want. You buy whatever you want. You're not paying for a penny. This is my sud. But realize that it has to be delicacies that complement Hashem. That's what Shabbos is. And then when we come to Shabbos and we're getting dressed and we say, you know, what suit should I wear this, this, this evening? What suit should you wear this evening? Depends who's, who, who, who's the, in whose company are you. What dress should I wear this evening? Depends whose company are you. Imagine if I would be too invited to Baron Rothschild's wedding. Well, I think I would at least go buy myself a new suit. In whose company are you finding yourself in? And we have to decide how to dress on Shabbos. In whose, in whose honor are we getting dressed? Shabbos is Hashem's day. This is your Beis HaMikdash. Our home transforms to Beis HaMikdash. When Shloyma HaMelech bought a menorah. Now, ladies, don't listen to this because you're going to have kindness to the side of the Mechitza. When we want to buy a leichter for our wives. Well, what leichter did my wife deserve? What life did my wife deserve? You know, let's leave this question unanswered. My wife, what life she deserves. But let's talk a moment. What life does the Beis HaMikdash deserve? Shlomo HaMelech was making a life for the Beis HaMikdash. So Chazal tell us. He took a thousand kikar of Zohar. Which is just about 18,000 kilo. I don't know how much in pounds. 18,000 kilo, kilograms of gold. Of pure gold. He put it into a furnace a thousand times. And every time it fell down, a kicker. Until it was so pure that we are told that not only was the psilis, you know, all kinds of, of, of bad materials, the psilis offer, the actual substance just fell away and it was, it was a ball of fire shining like the sun and the, the stars. And this was the menorah. In whose honor did he make this menorah? For Hashem. So when we're buying a leichter for Shabbos Kodesh, you know, and you know, there's a... I don't have a silver store. I'm not trying to advertise. But let's just talk different Torah. We're buying a menorah for a Beis HaMikdash. We're buying... We, 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 we're preparing a suda for a Beis HaMikdash. That's what Shabbos is. And when Shabbos Kodesh comes in, there is no day, there's no mitzvah, you can't greet a mitzvah. A mitzvah is an act. Pesach Shavuah Sukkot. On Shabbos, you greet Shabbos. You're greeting Hashem. Bo Yichala, Bo Yichala means Hashem is Barach. The Shechina HaKadosha actually comes into our homes. We light our menorah. We put on our big day kuhuna. We prepare a surah of Shabbos. And that's what Shabbos is. And what's the mitzvah of Shabbos? The mitzvah of Shabbos is remember who Shabbos is. What's the aver of Shabbos? Don't desecrate the Shabbos. Don't mechal the Shabbos. Now, uh, 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 someone asked me, so, you know, I'm quoting, my oinik Shabbos, my oinik Shabbos is to read a magazine. And I, I think, well, halachically speaking, halachically speaking, it's us. To read a book, magazine is Asr and Shabbos. Shtari Hadiyatis is Asr. 
But hashkafa-wise, no, my, my enjoyment of Shabbos, my enjoyment of Shabbos is to play music, to play the fiddle. That's Chil Shabbos. My enjoyment of Shabbos is to read a magazine. It's much deeper than that. It's the opposite of Shabbos, the con- contradiction of Shabbos. What is Shabbos? Again, Shabbos, let's, let's throw a question. Someone asked me, Good question. Why aren't you allowed to make a glass of tea on Shabbos? Now again, we have Hilchah Shabbos. We're not trying to understand halacha. But let's put some hashkofa. Why can't you make a cake on Shabbos? A friend of mine was stuck in a gas station. He was lucky at a bag of potato chips. Had a bag of potato chips. That was his Shabbos. If he would have traveled two more miles, he could have came to a kosher restaurant, a kosher hotel. You say, no, Shabbos is us. What's the is? Why can't you bake a cake on Shabbos? Let me try to emphasize it for a moment. Imagine you have a young family, a man and his wife, a young man. Let's call him Yaakov. Let's call his wife Rachel. I use the name Rachel because that's my baby's name. My baby, my little, my, my, my baby's daughter's name is Rachel. That's the name I use. And in Gemara, I use the name Rachel. Let's, let's use this name. Just for the, if anybody has this name, I, I don't, I'm not personal here. Imagine Zaydi and Safta coming to visit. And the parents walk in and everyone jumps, Zaydi, how, how, how are you? Safta, how are you? And they're sitting around with the children with the eight o'clock. Where's mommy? Mommy's in the kitchen baking a cake. Do you know what Zaydi says? Rachi. I didn't come for your cake. I don't need your cake. I came to, to be with you. Come and sit with us. If you would have prepared the cake yesterday, oh, how wonderful. If you couldn't prepare the cake, you came, we came by surprise. I don't want you to bake a cake. I have plenty of cake at home. I can go to the corner store and buy cake. All I want is to sit with you. I want to enjoy you. I don't need your cake. And that's what Shabbos is. Hashem says, sit with me by the table and enjoy Shabbos. Enjoy Hashem. If you prepared yesterday, wonderful. You prepared delicacies. If not, don't prepare. I don't need your cake. Hashem has plenty of cake by Shemayim. Hashem came here to enjoy our company. Imagine Zadis have to come into the table. You understand? And the husband comes home for Kiddush. And the mom is sitting with a magazine. That's a chutzpah. <laughs> you hear what you know. You, Hashem comes. With all the malachim, and you're reading a magazine. Hashem came to be with you. And you, you understand, you're reading about President Clinton. Well, President Clinton, all right, uh, it's very nice, election day is a beautiful day. But now it's Shabbos. Hashem is here. It's Hashem's home. It's Hashem's day. It's Hashem's party. All Hashem wants is you should sit with Him. Zachor is here, my Shabbos. Remember that it's Shabbos. Remember that it's the Beis Amigdosh. That's all Hashem wants. That's what Shabbos is. And that's why it's so important to makabal Shabbos. Because when Zayd and Safta comes, you understand, and they knock on the door, they ring the bell, and they get a call from the kitchen. Hi, Daddy. You know, you just walk in and find yourself a place. At night, we'll sit together. He just turns and walk away. The most important thing is the hello, the shalom aleichem. When, 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 when good friends come, you give a kiss. You give a kiss, you embrace. The first, the first hello. The Kabbalah Shabbos. And it's a minute by Jewish people, when Shabbos comes, to give a kiss to Hashem. Hashem walks into our door. We say, 
We give a kiss to Hashem Kaviyach. It's a gift. It's, a, it's, it's Kabbalah Shabbos. To receive the Shabbos. And sometimes, you know, mommy takes an old shmata and, and benches licht, and at night by the table she's dressed nice. That's wrong. Because the halacha of Chilos Begodim is on the receiving of Shabbos. When you're benching licht, that's when Shabbos comes. And as halacha when Shabbos comes, there's three halachas. One halacha is to receive the Shabbos. One halacha is to be dressed in beautiful clothes. And the third halacha is not to be busy. We learn this from Matan Torah. When, when, when Hashem came the third day, they shouldn't be busy. The second halacha was, the chibsu big dayim. And the third, third halacha was, and the briskarav says, these two halachas are the same. When Shabbos comes, there's a halacha not to be busy. And the husband who, the wife benches his licht, and the husband, you know, his time before the shkia, and he's running around, he's fixing the last things, he's putting with the muxes. That's wrong. The halacha of Shabbos is to greet the Shabbos, to wait for the Shabbos. Boy even the cross kala means to sit and wait for the Shabbos Kodesh. That's the halacha of Shabbos. And when Shabbos comes and we greet the Shabbos, which actually means it's a shvisa, Hashem is, Hashem is there, here. Let me, let me put another little point. You know, when Shabbos comes, we eat delicacies. Now, Yom Kippur is also a Shabbos. Yom Kippur is Shabbos, Shabbos. And we are so enthused with Ruchnius on Yom Kippur that we even fast. We're, we're, we're completely spiritual, Ruchni. Shabbos is even more than Yom Kippur. Why do we eat such delicacies on Shabbos? I would think when Shabbos comes, you should make a Kiddush over, over say, for Tehillim. <laughs> Why do you make it, you know... Fish, mit flesh, mit kugel. Baba Sali had 36 different kinds of salads. On the table. 36 salatim. He had some kind of a kavone, some kind of a gematria, some shape koidish. 36. You American people don't know what that is. You walk into Israel, you see how, you see how the Svartim serve. Well, many, in many homes, which people that you know, and that's Israel, have 15, but 36 is. That was Baba Sali's kedusha. What's so excited about 36 salads? I should think you should put a Gemara and a Mishnayis and a, and a <laughs> Tzitzis, Tvil and Mezuzah. That's the beauty of Shabbos. Delicious steak and, and, and nuts and, and cakes and ice creams. And, and, and why, why, why this beauty on Shabbos? Why Mat'amim on Shabbos? I'm going to a, a different subject. I really shouldn't have started this. The answer is, when Yom Kippur comes, Yom Kippur is our day. The greatest day of Kedusha. The greatest day of Kedusha. And when we generate Kedusha, we come to a Madrega that we even, we fast, we give away everything for Hashem. Shabbos is something else completely. Imagine, imagine, one of you gentlemen, is a guest on, let's say, in the Chassam Seifer's home. Imagine. The Chassam Seifer is so happy to see you. And he likes you. And he says, oh, how wonderful that you came, Rabbi Yankif. It's so wonderful that you came. And he serves you a portion. He serves you a meal. And he tells his wife, I really want you, this, this, should, be, this should be delicious. 
I want Reb Yankel to enjoy it. Reb Yankel sits down with the Chassam Sefer and he's given a portion. He says, no, I'm fasting today. Precious. Takes out a little piece of dry bread. This is what I'm eating. You know, you want to do precious, you do it when you're your house. If you're in the Chassam Sefer's house and he wants you to enjoy your meal, ain't Messiah from the Godel. This, this is, you understand, you, what you have to do today is revital yourself to him. I'm, I, I personally, you know, I have, I have a, a minig. It's something, it's not a chas from a chumre. But I, I, I run around the world a lot. I come to America, I, was just, I came back in South America. So I took myself a minig, I don't need friendships any place. I don't need friendships any place because I come to people's houses. As I say, I have a gather. One time, I was in someone's house. And I ate a, piece, a, a plate of chicken, and there was firefall, and there was peas. I ate it to the last drop. I'll tell you one time, I was by a Rosh Hashiva, great, a big Rosh Hashiva, with Rabbi Taub, it was real, Zangasund, and the Tivot, but it was Sochemir. And he gave us, he gave, he insisted we come for lunch, Rabbi Taub was there, I, like this, I would myself, I would have, I would have, you know, gotten away a long time ago. Rabbi Taub was there, and I was there, and someone else was there. We sat down for lunch, and he gave us a plate. Rabbi said, I ate it to the last drop in respect of this, of, of this great person. He gives it to you, respect, when Yom Kippur comes in, we're enthused with our Avodah. When Shabbos comes in, we're not in the picture. This is Hashem's home. Hashem says, I want you to enjoy it. And we enjoy it. Shabbos, it's Hashem's home. Shabbos is a day that we don't think about our we think of Hashem's Ratzin. Hashem said, I want you to enjoy the Shabbos. I want you to enjoy my delicacies that I prepared. I have a wonderful caterer. I have a wonderful caterer. It's you, by the way. That's in parenthesis. But I have a wonderful caterer. And they prepared all delicacies. And I want you to enjoy it. Because Hashem wants us to enjoy it. And that's what Shabbos is. Shabbos is greater than Yom Kippur. On Yom Kippur, we're not in Hashem's house. Yom Kippur, we reach the greatest epitome we can reach. Shabbos, we're out of the picture. We walk into Hashem's house. We're Hashem's guest. And Hashem says, enjoy the meal. And that's what Shabbos is. Oinik Shabbos. And that's what Shabbos Kodesh is. Let us conclude. The mitzvah of Shabbos is Zohar Yom HaShabbos. Remember the Shabbos. Shomer the Shabbos. Be careful with the Shabbos. Shabbos is Hashem Yisbarach's day. Shabbos is Beis Hamikdash. Shabbos is Shovas. Everything stops. We're with Hashem. Remember these 24 hours as much as you can. Don't be Masih Das from Shabbos. Don't forget that it's Shabbos. Live with the Shabbos. Of course, talk to Hashem as much as you can. That means say a capital Tehillim, learn a Blat Gemara, read a Yiddish. Anything which is Torah is talking to Hashem. The greatest, excuse the expression, the greatest contradiction to Shabbos is Dvaram Betele. The greatest contradiction to Shabbos is to read a secular book. The greatest contradiction to Shabbos is to Mesir Tastif Shabbos, to, to think about Narashkite. That's what Shabbos is. Remember the Shabbos. What does Hashem want from us on Shabbos? Prepare a Shabbos that should be respectful, it should be compliment me, Hashem is Baruch. Make Mat Amim. Be dressed beautifully. Dress the kindalach. It's my day, Hashem says. And then when Shabbos comes, 
Greet the Shabbos. When Shabbos goes, when Shabbos goes, say goodbye to the Shabbos. And the nice you'll say goodbye to the Shabbos, Shabbos will come nicer next week. If Hashem gets a nice goodbye, he'll come again. If Hashem gets a, excuse, excuse expression, you know, you know, good riddance, she's just, you know, looking at the watch. Oh, it's 5.09 and a half. Take out the cigarette. You know, it means, Barsha Petrani. You know, you know, good riddance, excuse the expression. Good riddance, I won't come again. Hashem has where to be. But if you say, Hashem, another moment, please Hashem, another moment, another moment. And then Matsai Shabbos, let's have another party together. Let's have another party together before you leave. Before, you know, you left, but another, another, another ten minutes together. Amalava Malka, Amalava Malka. It was so good to be with Hashem. Another, another half an hour together. Next week Hashem comes bright and early. And comes to our home, we greet Hashem. That's the Kedusha of Shabbos. Hashem is Baruch should help us, we should have a Shabbos, another Shabbos.